parenthetically. When you build a charging station, it's like back in the day when my grandpa worked for the Maryland Oil Company back in the turn of the, in the 1920 in that area. They went from state to state convincing people that they put allowed them to put 20,000 gallons of gasoline under the ground. They didn't want them around. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. Today is Wednesday, October 6, 2021. I'm Lou with the American branch of PNN. What's the show going to be today? We're going to have a big, chunky one for you today. Melbourne is a ghost town. Explain this. The USA is collapsing. Bongs, you will pay the price. War with China. Possible happening. Joe Biden just saved Taiwan and averted World War III. Texas school shooting. Real parasite pill. <laughs> and this is a user submitted one. I'm gonna, I have a few for the user submitted one. He wanted me to talk about the worm pill. <laughs> so we got real parasite pill, worm pill general, horse dewormer paste is killing the parasites, exclamation point, cats in the parasite, and the final threat of the day will be Twitch's band party. So we've got kind of a big show, and at the very end we're going to do Eva episode uh, 567. <laughs> so it's going to be big, chunky one. I'm going to go through some of these threads a little quickly, because we have a lot of them to hit. First, Melbourne is a ghost town. Um, Aussie bros? <laughs> and it's this guy posts a video just showing all these shops in Melbourne that are just for lease and empty. And I'll just play a little bit of it here. Peace. For lace, for lace, for lace, for lace, for lace, for lace. That's closed down. That's for lace. All that's for lace. That looks pretty for lease as well. Oft. So there you go. It's a bunch of shops for lease. This is interesting because this is almost exactly like New York City right now. There's videos on YouTube you can look up right now. Like look up YouTube, uh, look on YouTube for New York City lease and you'll get videos just like this. It's the same thing. This anarcho-capitalist says, holy shit, it looks like a Chinese ghost city. <laughs> okay, moving on. Got, explain this as a picture of Joe Biden and Hitler <laughs> in this Person named Cringe Panda on Twitter says, At the risk of being called out for trying to sound like an edge lady, one girl looks terrified for her life, the other is with literally Hitler. <laughs> and it has Joe Biden with that girl that's trying to get away from him, and then it has this little girl with Hitler, and she's like super happy. <laughs> it's funny. This American says, Left wants to destroy his people, right wanted to protect his people. Hate versus love. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They do try to paint him incredibly badly. Oh, like, too much so, for sure. It's definitely Jewish propaganda. Definitely. Look, oh, this girl's so happy she just gets to be in the presence of him. <laughs> uh, he was a very sweet and charming man. <laughs> yeah, hold <laughs> on that. Very sweet and charming man. Moving on, the USA is collapsing! It's a dude on an iPhone posting a picture of... I don't even know if he's on an iPhone. He's just on it. Who knows? USDA choice certified Angus beef, New York strip, $32.99 a pound. <laughs> okay, this is a meme flag posting this. This is a, I put I I put this thread in there because this is a gotcha thread, okay? First off, this has to be at like Rayleigh's or something. Certified Angus beef is pretty much the top of the line beef you can get in America. It's the best beef you can buy, pretty much. Because it's certified Angus. All their cows are certified Angus. It's very <laughs> rigorous. Like, their beef is rigorous, okay? And it's good beef. But it is more expensive than normal. I, th I mean, you could see this is in, like, a butcher shop almost. You could see it's, like, placed out on top of greenery. This is not a cheapo place. <laughs> this is not Walmart. <laughs> so, uh, of course, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. This is, like, a gotcha picture. This American says, just bought the same thing yesterday for $7.99 a pound. That presentation makes me think it's some gentrified, foofy organic market. Here's better for less. Shipped in-store prices are even lower. So any post a uh, Safeway that will literally ship you certified Angus beef for $19.99. We'll move on because it's debunked. Debunked! Bongs, you will pay the price. This is from a European flag. He's supposed to twatter. Politics for all. Breaking. After threatening to cut off the UK's energy supply, the French are now threatening to block exports to the UK and ruin Christmas. They're gonna ruin Christmas. The French are gonna ruin it. 
Those motherfuckers. It's always the motherfucking French, guys. It's always the French. <laughs> this Brit Bong says, why? <laughs> this Brit Bong says, LMAO, the French are the most butthurt faggots in the history of mankind. This leaf says, and nothing of value is lost. <laughs> that was a great leaf. Okay, moving on. War with China. Possible happening. They post a picture of Donald Trump's <laughs> non-twat tweet from Gab. <laughs> so we got, because the election was rigged and America now has weak and corrupt leadership, we may very well end up in a war with China, who no longer respects the USA. They witnessed firsthand our television general's complete surrender to the Taliban with the loss of 13 great warriors and handing over the <laughs> and handing over of 85 billion of the best and most expensive military equipment the world, China, and Russia are already reverse engineering so they can build it for themselves. The only thing the radical left Democrats who are destroying our nation are good at is rigging elections and criminal activity while always blaming the other side through corrupt prosecutions and persecutors. Our country is in big trouble. We better get going fast. <laughs> First post is, okay, keep me posted. <laughs> so America says, meanwhile, and he posts that stupid Joe Biden Z <laughs> ping. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we're going to get to that. You're getting ahead of yourself, Anon. We're getting there. <laughs> so America says, Trump is banned from Twitter. This is fake, bro. He's posted his gab, you idiot. And his gab just retweets stuff from his desk. Dumb shit. This guy says, meanwhile, in China, and it says, World War III fears as China propaganda warns conflict could be triggered at any time. <laughs> this leaf says, green text, China nukes Washington. Green text, the entire swamp dies. Green text, Trump is reinstated. Green text, Florida is the new capital. <laughs> this is the plan all along. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Dude, they probably have so many anti-missile things around D.C. I, good luck. Probably have fucking laser beams and shit protecting that stupid old building. The Slovakian says, invade China. You're scared. Ha ha ha. This America says, awesome. Wake me up when the radiation subsides. <laughs> Dude, yes. Oh, bring on nuclear winter. Let's go. Just two more weeks. <laughs> this guy says, holy shit, it's that guy from The Apprentice and Corporal Bonespurs. <laughs> Buckle up for World War Three. This Spanish nonsense making a gap account. Who should I follow? Dude, this dude is a Reddit fag. Has a fucking Googled image woman. Reddit spacing. God, at least he's new. Lurk more though, dude. Gotta lurk two years before you post. <laughs> this Moonflag says, Is the Republican Party so worthless they can't find somebody out of the entire country who isn't Trump to run for office? <laughs> is the Democratic Party so fucking retarded that they put Biden as their puppet? <laughs> their cheated-in puppet? <laughs> you fucking idiot. Okay, Joe, here we go. Here's the, the thread that they've been waiting for. <laughs> Joe Biden just saved Taiwan in World War III. Say something nice about him. And it links to Reuters. <laughs> Fucking Reuters pooters. <laughs> U.S. President Joe Biden said that he has spoken to Chinese President Xi Jinping about Taiwan, and they agreed to abide by the Taiwan Agreement as tensions have ratcheted up between Taipei and Beijing. This America says Taiwan is rightful Chinese clay. This Mexico says, all right, but what exactly is the Taiwan Agreement? Stu responds, green text, you could take Taiwan, just please don't hurt us. Something like that, I assume. <laughs> this leaf says, goes something like, we have 3,750 nuclear weapons and we'll jam every single one of them right up your Chinese seaboard if you lay a finger on Taiwan. <laughs> Dude, I wish, dude, but you think Biden would do that? You really think Biden would do that? I don't think he'd do that in a million years. I think he'd just give him Taiwan, like a weak, frail president he is. <laughs> America says peace in our time. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's being posted way more, peace in our time. <laughs> I love it. It's just, it's hilarious because it's so, it's so <laughs> absurd. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Peace in our time. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Post that more, guys. Peace in our time. <laughs> Peace in our time. Got the handwriting and on. I can't read his fucking shit handwriting. Yeah, China really followed that Hong Kong agreement very well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, thanks, handwriting and on. This guy says kill yourself. People don't really like the handwriting and on. But dude, I've, I've told that dude to kill himself for like three years. So whatever. I don't think he's doing it. He's not that bad. He's more base than a tranny, so. <laughs> well, and with this, this American says, there is no Taiwan agreement. 
China owns Biden. They know he's weak. Yeah, and they have dirt on him as well. Okay, Texas school shooting. This was kind of the big happening today. Prepare for new gun bans. Always such a coincidence. They happen years apart. Yet there's always a gun bill drafted a couple days before. Dot dot dot. Uh, long story short, this like nigger shot a bunch of at a, at a bunch of people. I don't even think he killed anybody. I think he just injured four people. I don't think he killed anyone because you know they have shit ass aim. They hold it sideways. You know, it's hard for them to aim when it's sideways like that. Anyways, everyone's like false flag, false flag, <laughs> gun bans. I'll talk about gun bans coming. And they ain't false. And this is before they knew the shooter. Let me go down to when they found out it was a nigger. Here we go. <laughs> Didn't do nothing. <laughs> Another black face of white supremacy. <laughs> oh my gosh, it says, Haha, this nigger had gold teeth and everything. Imagine having to send your child to school with apes like this. <laughs> Dude. Uh, it was probably gang violence, man. Just like, Jesus. That's racial profiling. Go teeth. Gots to go blang here, dang. Gots to do charge a whip, shit, this nigga give ball. White fragility. This leaf says gun bans in Texas, Omega Keck. Nice Reddit spacing, dude. Jesus Christ, incredibly bad Reddit space. Okay, moving on. Fuck that nigger. Real parasite pill. We'll move into the parasite shit. And they're not wanting me to talk about, like, the deworming stuff, so we'll go into it a little. I'll start with the other side, because, <laughs> okay, the actual deworming generals get deleted by the Jannies, okay? Yet this thread doesn't get deleted by the Jannies. Hmm. <laughs> but I'm going to go into this thread first, because we'll start with the bottom of the barrel and go up from there. So this is real parasite pill. There's an obvious psyop to get us to take deworming medication. This will ruin your digestion. It is literal poison. I'm not gay. I just have parasites. The only reason I want a cock in my ass is because I'm infected with parasites. Parasite pill incels coping. The real parasite pill is that parasites are symbiotes. <laughs> they are part of nature and have been evolving with us for all of history. Parasites cure inflammatory bowel diseases like <laughs> like ulcerative colitis. <laughs> that thing that <coughs> thing that uh <laughs> It's the thing that 16 Megabyte has. Dude, 16 Megabyte, dude. You just need to go get a nice gay man and just have him fuck you a bit, man. Get, you, get some, some of those anal worms nice up in your ass and then that'll cure your inflammatory bowel disease or whatever that thing is. <laughs> you know, just get fucked by another man a little bit, 16 Megabyte. <laughs> Like, can you fall? I can't even continue reading this thread, <laughs> this post by this guy. Oh my god. Polish Anon says, I'm glad Pull isn't completely lost to idiocy. It's nice that not everyone is falling for the worm pill, psyops, and is not chemically purging his own intestines. Okay, guys, listen. I'm not even, I haven't even got to the worm pill thread yet, but let me just tell you this, like, right now. This is what I think. Okay. <laughs> Should you take this deworming stuff on a constant basis? No. Is it okay once in a while to maybe, like, get all the parasites out of your system? Yeah, why not? <laughs> they do it in Japan all the time, dude. Because they have to eat a bunch of fish in Japan. So you know what they do? They go to the doctor and they get anti-parasite stuff like ivermectin. So they can get rid of all the parasites in their system. It's not... I mean, it's pretty common in Japan where they have a large intake of seafood. Where parasites are common. But here in America, it's not that common, like, common for parasites to be in everything. This Brazilian says one pill every six months. Yeah, that seems, that's decent. I probably would even do it longer than that, dude. I mean, probably like every couple years. I wouldn't even do it every couple months. I mean, it's like a, I mean, how often you're gonna get parasites in your system, dude? Not that often. I'd do it like once every 10 years, five years. I mean, par like these, these things you're putting in your system to get rid of the parasites is essentially, is a poison, okay? You are putting, <laughs> it's not poisonous to the point it's gonna kill you, but it's poison to the, <laughs> The stuff in your system but it's also not really good for you in that high of quantities so i mean like everything in moderation guys so like yeah deworm yourself use do the deworm pill but do, <laughs> moderation maybe like once every five years or something you don't have to do it like every six fucking months god are you eating like uncooked bear meat constantly jesus another thing is the cats which we'll get into later cats and the parasites with cats i don't even know what it's called cat scratch fever maybe Right here, sushi lover's entire body left riddled with worms after eating contaminated sushi. See, I mean, that happens frequently in, 
I mean, that's China, so <laughs> Japan's probably a little better. This German says literally everyone has worms deep in the tissue that cause the inflammation, you retard. No, dude. Worms don't cause inflammation. I mean, they can cause inflammation, but <laughs> not everyone has worms. Like, uh, I mean, they're very, it's a very common parasite, okay? But inflammation in your body is not caused by worms. It's caused by, like, your muscles <laughs> and your, it's kind of like your immune system causes it. There's so much fighting in this thread. Never submit to the Guaul <laughs> based leaf. <laughs> this American says Big Pharma is scared their super expensive poisonous cancer meds are going to be rendered useless by antiparasitics. <laughs> I don't know about that. There's probably some truth to it though. This Britbong says, Why do we worm cats and dogs? Where do they get the worms from? What are the negative effects of worms and cats and dogs? I'll tell you right here, dude. Cats and dogs get fleas on them frequently, and then they eat those fleas. And that's where they get worms from, is because they eat the fleas. Humans don't really eat fleas, so that's why we don't get worms often. You have to ingest the eggs of the larvae for the, for the worms to get in your system. That's how you get worms. So they have to be like intact eggs. That's why when you eat like contaminated bear meat that isn't cooked all the way, or fish, uncooked fish, that's when you get worms and parasites. Whatever, we'll move into the actual <laughs> worm worm parasite pill general that was deleted by the Jannies. Let's check it out. So, how to get rid of parasites. Option A, buy wormwood, black walnut, whole cloves mix, or buy them individually in capsules. Option 2, you can get pills such as ivermectin. Option C, you can chew a clove of garlic in your mouth for 5 to 10 minutes and then swallow it. Dude, that seems harsh. <laughs> Though, I, I eat a lot of garlic. I love garlic. Does it have to be raw garlic? Can someone tell me that? Does it need to be raw garlic, guys? <laughs> or cooked garlic? Can I cook the garlic? Because it's so much better cooked. Option D, food grade, castor, or coconut oil. Some Manon said fasting is dangerous. Don't do it. You need to do multiple of these protocols, such as taking other herbs. I can't stress this enough. You'll be mind controlled for them to survive. This guy says you need to take the herbs for multiple days. Uh, I mean, yeah, when you're initially doing the detox, I would assume you would need to really get them out of your system. But like I said, with anything, you need to be careful and do it in moderation. This is going to be really harsh on your body because these are very, you know, <laughs> Not technically poisonous, but they are kind of poison to your body because you're trying to kill the worms, so it's not exactly great for you. This guy says, doing the wormwood tincture now, feeling a bit constipated, going to try some celery juice, had good results with ivermectin, motivated to experiment, see what works well. Okay, dude, but if you already did ivermectin, why are you doing the wormwood tincture? <laughs> dude, you've done ivermectin already. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> you don't have any more. <laughs> Like, fuck, guys. There's... You can overdo shit. <laughs> like, you... <laughs> like, fuck, man. You do it once, they're gone. <laughs> you can wait for a couple years after that. <laughs> Unless you're, like, in an outdoor area, living off the land. If you're eating, like, normal human food from the grocery store, <laughs> human food, <laughs> you know, you're fine. Garlic Anon reporting in. Dude, I love garlic. I, mean, I can eat raw garlic, too, if it's good. Some days it's too bitter, though. Can be really harsh. Okay, I'll move on because the thread was deleted, and there ain't much more to that. Move on to horse dewormer paste is killing the parasites. Post a picture of uh, <laughs> the worm Jew. The world's parasites are going extinct. Here's why that's a bad thing. <laughs> OP says the Grand Tapeworm Alliance doesn't want you to know about the one weird trick that destroys parasites in just two weeks. First post says there are no parasites. You have always known this to be true. You have absorbed this post. Even now it fades from your memory. Only the knowledge remains. And it's a picture of like a holy worm. <laughs> this leaf says doctors don't like giving parasite tests. Or at least that's the case in Canada. Dude, getting any type of doctor assistance in America is so fucking hard unless you have money. Like unless you're paying for like, unless you're paying two to $300 per visit for an actual doctor. Okay. If you're doing like a sliding scale or some stupid insurance doctor, dude, they're not going to know jack diddle shit anymore. And it's it's so impossible to get good help. It's like, you gotta research the help, and then the doctor will hopefully assist you in the research that you have done. It's just so stupid now. I don't know. Sometimes they know what they're talking about. I don't know. It's just so... Stuff is broken right now. That's all I can say. Shit is broken. Obama really fucked the medical system up. That's all I can say. He made it worse. 100% made it worse. His accomplishment was... Making it more expensive and worse. The healthcare system. That's what Obama accomplished. 
while he controlled every single house. Just like, oh, just like fucking Biden now. Wow, this thread was very short. The worm Jew is afraid. Uh, whatever, moving on. <laughs> Cats and the Parasite. So, what if the reason they put cute cat videos and shit is just to make the Toxplasmosis worms infect more humans? I think Toxplasmosis, Toxioplasmosis, am I even saying it right? Affects like 70% of humans <laughs> on Earth. It's some crazy number. This leaf says only subhumans who let their cats go outside and get infested with worms and parasites suffer toxioplasmosis. It's not something cats are born with. They have to catch it. I don't know, man. It's it's fairly common from what I understand. But yeah, I probably have it. I would assume I have it. This guy gives the rundown on the the how to purge the <laughs> parasites. He says black walnut husk tincture. Wormwood capsules, 250, 300 milligrams. Clove capsules, 500 milligrams. Protocol, and then it says parasite cleanse instructions. I'll link this in my show notes. But basically, it just gives you day 1 through 18, and it tells you what to take of what. So like day 1, for example, day 1, one drop of tincture, one capsule of super blend, and one capsule of clove three times a day. There's a procedure for going through the detox. But again, this guy says you can also use gum spirit, but don't. But do your own research, don't overdose and die. I mean, yeah, you can probably overdose and die on the black walnut shit. Or the cloves. I mean, or the wormwood. You guys gotta be just super careful with all this. And do exactly the amounts they say. And if you're not feeling good, like, really consider maybe stopping temporarily. And then trying to do it again at a later t date. Because maybe your body is different than other people's body and it doesn't react to these things as well as other people. So just, you know, don't kill yourself with this shit. But it's also probably going to be a little harsh when you take it because you are basically poisoning yourself a little. <laughs> Reddit has taken the worm pill. <laughs> huh. Just interesting threads. I'd check them out. I mean, there's a lot. I put some links in my show notes for all the worm threads and I'll link the... Cleanse instructions also in the show notes with archive link. We'll move on to the final thread of the day. Twitch is banned. Posts a <laughs> screenshot of the original post that this happened with. And it says, Twitch Leaks Part 1, Bezos Pog Champ. We bring to you today an extremely poggers leak. Blah, 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 blah. Twitch is an American video live streaming service that focuses on video game live streaming, including broadcasts of esports competitions operated by Twitch Interactive. Their community is also a disgusting, toxic cesspool, so to foster more disruption and competition in the online video streaming space, we have completely pwned them, and in part one, are releasing source code for most 6,000 internal Git repositories, including entirety of Twitch TV, with comment history going back to its early beginnings, mobile, desktop, and video game console Twitch clients various proprietary SDKs and internal AWS services used by Twitch, every other property that Twitch owns including IGDB and CurseForge, an unreleased Steam competitor from Amazon Game Studios, <laughs> wow, Twitch SOC internal red teaming tools, <laughs> wow, that's a big leak, man, that's big. <laughs> One of the best things we got out of this, though, is the salaries or payouts from the top Twitch streamers. So, who are the biggest ones, guys? Who's the... Who are the big ones? What are the, the cool ones? Let's see. Let's see. We got number one at 9,600,000. Critical role. <laughs> that I did not... I mean, they were popular, but I didn't know they were that popular. Jesus their Amazon show is going to blow away. And then uh, second is some dude named XQCOW. I don't know who the fuck that is. And Summit1G. I, I have no fucking clue who. I don't know who the fucking any of these people are. I don't know who the top 13 people are. Oh, I know who Lyric is. Fucking faggot. And then Asmogold. 2.5 million for Asmogold? Jesus Christ, man. Dude, go get a fucking pedicure or something you fucking faggot god you look like a you look like you're poor dude gee two million fuck god hitting yourself in the head with a board pays the bills man this guy says critical role was kino at one point <laughs> this guy responds critical role good dot 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 this omega bait mercer is a shitty railroad dm and the crew is cringe dude it's a lot of that stuff is all set dude they are all actors guys Every one of them is an actor, and they you think they don't plan a lot of the shit they do beforehand? They fuck, fuck yes they do, dude. 
come on. I mean, there's probably organic stuff in there too, but it's a mix, you know, like reality TV is, well, that's what it is. Right here, this American says, no, it was always a stage play. Real RPGs are, are organic, exactly. I mean, it's a play. They're actors. It's entertainment, guys. It's produced. <laughs> right here, Asmogol making well over one million a year while taking breaks and all around not streaming all that consistently, still lives in his mom's attic and hasn't fixed his balding. <laughs> what is up with this guy? Is he just that autistic? <laughs> this guy says, he hasn't lived at his mom's house for years now, dude. It's the I'm poor act. Yeah, dude, I always got the feeling he was poor, dude. He's a millionaire. Jesus. These fucking faking liar faggots, man. They do that shit on purpose. That's why I don't... It's so hard for me to watch high viewership people like that. It's just, ugh. Right here, S-Fan TV is getting 37,000 compared to, to fucking Asmongold's 2.5 million. I don't know any of these people. Pokimane is getting 38k. Uh, fucking hot. Women's not getting... The Millions Shroud. I don't know, like, I, I know these people's names, but I don't really know who they are. This American says, anyone making tens of thousands a year on Twitch has some kind of hacks or backing going on, be it corporate deal or money laundering, whatever. Nobody's making big money streaming because of luck or skill or even looks. It seems like bullshit because it is. Just like OnlyFans. Dude, it is bullshit. If anyone gets any sort of, like, anchor... Like, if they just get a little bit of a following, okay, and they are follow the rules and do what everyone wants them to do, and they're a good little puppy, okay, then they get promoted by these corporations, because they're good little puppies that give them their money, like good puppies. Dogs gonna be dogs, man. They want that treat. <laughs> There's some site saying, only 3% of Twitch's top-earning streamers are women, apparently. <laughs> Women have to do all the fucking hot tub shit to get money, and the men are just sitting back collecting their Twitch payment checks. <laughs> uh, okay, whatever. We're going into the end part of the show. Uh, this show is kind of dedicated to 16 Megabyte. He said he's going on hiatus because he's kind of sick right now. He's not feeling good. Hope you feel better, dude. I said at the start when we started doing these shows, I said, you know, if it's ever not fun or something, just don't do it anymore. Because at that point, like, why even do it? And it's the same with me. As long as it's fun and I enjoy doing it, I'm going to do it. So, while I enjoy doing it and it's fun, I will do it. <laughs> that said, one of my favorite things to do is the anime reviews. So I'm going to keep doing them. <laughs> so, here we go. We'll start with Eve Episode 5, and then we'll do 5, 6, 7. Episode 5 title is Ray Beyond the Heart. And we get a flashback to the, a test that's 22 days ago. Basically a month before Shinji gets there. Akari's... They're, they're testing the Eva with Ray, the Eva Unit 00... And it's going berserk, so we get to finally see, like, when it went berserk. And it, like, rips these things out of the wall. And basically, Akari doesn't say to abort the test until after it starts ripping these things out of the wall. The uh, the the plug with the person in it gets ejected out. It, like, hits the ceiling. Akari starts freaking out because he thinks Ray might be injured. The Eva goes on reserve power, and it's, like, losing all of its power. And it's going to run out soon because it, it's, like, destroying... Uh, it's basically trying to kill Akari. It's like slamming, it's punching the window where he's like at. Akari runs to the pod that's been jettisoned out because they they finally got the Eva to shut down and grabs the handles on the hatch to open it up and it like burns his hands because he uh, it's hot from being in the Eva and he's like ah and he like looks down. He's like ah don't give a fuck. And he does it anyways. <laughs> he grabs him anyways and he opens it up and. Goes in there and his glasses fall to the ground and he looks at Ray and Ray looks at him and he kind of just, he says a little short word like, ah, so that's how it is or something along those lines. And they don't really speak very much. So he basically cares very much for Ray. The glasses break like after a moment passes, which is kind of weird. I think there's a uh, meaning to that. Uh, Akari's glasses that fell onto the ground. Rosoko and all of them talking in the hallway and we learn that Ray is the first child and Eva Prototype Unit 00 is her Eva. Ritsuko says Ray has mental instability, which she finds odd for Ray. She says she has an idea of what would be causing it, but she brushes it off thinking it can't possibly be that, whatever she's thinking of. I don't really know what she's thinking of. Maybe it's her and Akari or something. Maybe she thinks it has something to do with her and Akari. I don't know. They don't really go into it. Maybe they'll talk about it in a later episode, or maybe I missed it. 
they show white chalk outlined for where the angel's body was or maybe where the Eva's body was. I don't know, but it's crazy kind of seeing such a ginormous chalk body outline. It was kind of neat, <laughs> kind of a cool thing to see. Ritsuko's super happy. They got a good sample of an angel finally. They got the core too, and it's almost intact. And Akari's super fascinated with the core. He's like touching it like a longing child, like, ooh, the core. <laughs> they don't know what makes the matter of the angels up, but it's some kind of particle similar to light. It's like a wave and a particle at the same time, but they don't really know what kind of matter it is. They kind of know what the power source is, but they don't understand how it operates. And they also know that the angels, uh, the pattern that the angels produce matches human DNA by 99.89%. So they're very human-like, or there's something human about them. Shinji ends up seeing his father's scarred hands, and uh, he kind of like looks at him, looks away. Masato asks what's wrong, and Shinji says, nothing's wrong. Masato gets mad and calls him out, and says... Him saying it's nothing is a way for him to get attention. Kind of like his way of communicating. Like, I think Masato's kind of figuring out how Shinji communicates and she's calling him out. Shinji asks Ritsuko how he burns his hand, how he burnt his hands, and he, that he's interested in it. And Ritsuko tells Shinji how they, he, how they got burnt in the first place, which is him opening the hatch to save Rei. Shinji see, just it's like oh okay i don't know there's not much there he doesn't get very much of a reaction uh flashes to shinji at school a bunch of girls at gym seem interested in shinji shinji is like checking out ray then there's like a bunch of boy talk going on between the guys <laughs> boobies you know and shinji says he always wonders why she's alone like why ray is always alone ray smiles like uh when Shinji's in the Eva getting ready to practice for what's coming up, uh, he sees Rei talking with Akari, and Rei smiles for the first time. And it's the first time I've ever seen her smile. And it's from Shinji watching from his Eva, so it's like as far away they don't know he's watching them. Shinji looks kind of shocked when he sees that happening, because he's never, because he sees his dad smiling, and he sees uh, Rei smiling. And Shinji looks like he realizes something when he's in the pilot seat, which is. Kind of, I think he thinks that there's something between his father and Rei. Hisoko is at Masato's house. They're having like dinner with Shinji, <laughs> which is weird. Like, why is Masato over at Risoko, or why is Risoko over at Masato's house? It's so, like, <laughs> telling you, man, there's relationshipness there. Masato's eating instant ramen and asks Shinji to pour curry into the instant ramen, and everyone's commenting how she has like poor food and she can't make food. <laughs> Uh, Ritsuko eats the curry and immediately knows Masato cooked the curry. So it's like she's had Masato's cooking before. So we have another hint that she knows Masato well. If they're not, be if they're not bestie best friends, okay, they're lovers, okay? Because what is this shit? They have to be besties or something if they're not lovers. <laughs> uh... They pawn the curry off on the poor Pingu, who hates it. <laughs> Ritsuku tells Shinji that he should just move out because Masato's such a slob and stuff. Uh, Masato kind of like waves her off and tells uh, Shinji to go get her another beer. And then she says how hard it would be to relocate Shinji because he just got his security approved <laughs> as Shinji goes and gets him a beer. So it's like, it's obviously a joke. She doesn't want him to move because she wants him to be his her helper, kind of. And she kind of likes him. You get the sense that she kind of likes Shinji, you know. Drunk Masato teases Shinji over Rei because she's... He's kind of looking at her picture because he's going to deliver this uh, nerve ID to her. Masato almost looks longingly at Shinji with her joke of them getting together because she, she's kind of drunk and she's I don't know I think she likes Shinji <laughs> and I think she's a little jealous of Shinji and Rei getting together so he's she's kind of like you know <laughs> she's just being a little bully to Shinji a little bit one thing I noticed is Ritsuko is drinking alcohol as well the beer cans and she's kind of dressed up nicely so, so like why is she it's kind of just funny that she go over to Masato's like that and then she's drinking alcohol as well. Ritsuko says Rei is like Shinji's father. She's not very adept. And then Shinji asks, what is she not very adept at? And then Ritsuko replies, adept at living. <laughs> so apparently Rei and Akari are not adept at living. 
and then the second part of the episode is called Ray I. I've noticed some episodes have two-part titles and some don't, so sometimes they matter, sometimes they don't. Uh, the second part of the episode starts at Ray's house. We see a bunch of, like, uncollected, unopened mail. We see bills left, op like, opened on the ground. It's dark. It's dirty. There's dirt everywhere. There's dishes in the sink. We go into Ray's room. There's blood on the pillow. It's very simple. And then on the counter, we see that she kept Akari's glasses. Shinji puts them on, and Ray comes out of the bathroom and stands there. And Shinji's, like, looking through the glasses, so she's kind of blurry. And then he he's kind of just in shock he's not really moving ray like comes immediately at him and like grabs the glasses off his head like in a rush and like in typical anime fashion they get caught on something and they he falls on top of her you know as always in anime it's the stupidest cliche stupidest cliche but he falls on top of nude ray ray they just sit there like that for a bit and then ray's like could you move please <laughs> and shinji just kind of like realizes what he's doing and like, gets up, and he, dude, he was literally cupping boob that entire time. <laughs> cupping some nice Ray boob. <laughs> Anyways, uh, she starts to get dressed, and, like, Shinji's kind of sneaking peeks at her while she's getting dressed. <laughs> Ray gets dressed and just leaves without talking to him. Shinji uh, kind of stays away from her, but follows her. He tries to make small talk while they're walking, but I don't think, I didn't think Ray's mind was on that. I think her mind was on the test she was going to do that day. Because she's just like not talking to him or anything at all. Plus I think it's her mood. But I think she's definitely thinking about the test she has to do. I think that's where her mind is. Because like Shinji asks her questions and stuff. And she doesn't respond to him sometimes. Shinji asks if she's afraid. And Rei turns around and asks if Shinji is Akari's son. And he says yes. So then Rei asks... Don't you have faith in your father's work? And then, like, almost immediately, Shinji says, says, of course not. How could I trust him? And, and like, he goes on he, he goes on a little itty-bitty rant about his father. And then, like, Ray looks at him and just slaps him hella hard <laughs> across the face and then turns around and walks away. So that's what she thought of his bullshit. <laughs> just slaps him hard as fuck. It cuts to them getting ready to get in the Evas. All Ray's thinking about is Akari. Race tries to activate her Eva, and it gets to the borderline where we think it's going to fail, but she ends up getting past it finally, and it does activate. So everything, it, it does work. She can pilot it, but it's not 100%. Uh, right in the middle of a te the test, an angel randomly appears, and Akari says they need to stop the test. His second asks, aren't you going to use Unit 00? But Akari replies that she's not ready yet. So, <laughs> apparently Shinji is more ready than Rei. I can't help but think that there's a little bit of bias in Akari with Rei. A little bit of bias. <laughs> uh, anyways, he tells them to get Unit 01 ready, so they do. Rei seems extremely relieved that the test passed. Like, she she finally looks relaxed. Finally. After she the Eva worked. So she's just happy that she was able to do what she needed to do. Shinji gets shot up to the surface, and but as soon as he gets to the surface, the angel shoots like a giant laser into Shinji's chest and starts melting the armor, and Shinji's like screaming, and that's where the episode ends. We don't really know what happens. It's like Shinji gets or Shinji gets shot right into danger, and he gets hit with a laser beam. So that's episode five. Ends right with that battle. Episode six is decisive battle in Tokyo three and Ray two. Those are the two episode titles. But I don't think they're that important in this episode. Like, the episode title isn't doesn't seem that important in this episode. Maybe the Ray 2 a little bit. But anyways, it starts with... They pull Shinji back down the elevator right away because he got shot with that laser beam. The angel is this, like, cool triangular geometric object. Kind of reminds me of, like, a fourth dimensional cube. Or, like, a fourth dimensional triangle, maybe. If you guys don't know what that is, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a cube in four, fourth dimensional space time. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? It's just like a cube that rotates in on itself or just, just Google the Wikipedia page. You get like a visual representation of it. It's hard to visualize though, because it exists in four dimensions, but it looks kind of similar to that geometric object in this episode. Uh, Masato rushes to check on Shinji. I got vibes of Akari rushing to check on Rei with Masato rushing to check on Shinji. I really wanted it to be like Akari and Rei, but I just had a feeling that it wouldn't go like that, and I don't think it did, but we'll continue. Shinji's really fucked up. Ritsuko tells them to give <laughs> Shinji a heart massage. <laughs> it's 
which it's like okay the machine can give him a heart massage whatever <laughs> so they like jump start his heart and restart his heart because he was fucked up uh masato is with him we see a drill starting to drill down into the ground and then it cuts to the episode title masato and nerve are using like balloon dummies of the evas to kind of uh pull the try and get a sense of the area that this stupid angel can attack from and they try shooting this cannon at it and it like deflects it it's really sick looking we cut to like inside nerve and they're inspecting all the damage to unit zero one and it's ritsuko saying that it burned through all the armor but the eva itself was undamaged so that's a silver lining then we learn that unit zero zero is having some sort of feedback error with ray and that's why they don't really want to put her into the fight we get some sassy masato and <laughs> She's basically, she's taking this, I mean, it's like the harder the situation and more intense the situation gets, the less worried Masato seems to get. It's weird. It's like, it's it's weird because when she's at home and stuff, she's gets all drunk and shit. But when shit's hitting the fan, she really steps up. But I don't think, she, I'm going to get into it later, but I think it's more like she regresses into Shinji-like behavior when she gets serious because... <laughs> there's a moment later on where she's almost exactly like Shinji in episode 7. It's almost a callback to when Shinji's saying yes, 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 over and over again. We get a scene like that with Masato. It's strange, but I'll, we'll get into that later. But basically, Masato has an idea with a sniper rifle to shoot the thing. Uh, she goes to Akari and the Antichrist, and they say, what does the, the Magi supercomputer say? And Masato gives them a bunch of shit, and they say, okay, so it's an eight, a 9%... Uh, a, an 8.7% chance of success? <laughs> and she nods, and so Akari says, Okay, do it. Because <laughs> why not? 6% success rate, whatever. Ritsoko says Masato has made a reckless plan and <laughs> calls her by her full title, Operations Director Katsuragi. But she says it in like a sarcastic, casual way. Like she's like, Okay, Operations Director Katsuragi or <laughs> Katsuragi. And she's just saying it kind of like sarcastically. She's not saying it as an actual <laughs> indication of her rank. Like, they're close together. They're close. I think this is the first time we also get her full title as well. Masato uses the Antichrist or requisition this test gun. <laughs> this, I don't know, this gun from this other unit. They, I don't know, they requisition it. They force them to give it to them. They use Ray's Eva to move it. And it's so funny. She, like, rips the ceiling off. And, uh... <laughs> Masato tells Ray, be careful, it's a scientific equipment. <laughs> so while she's talking to the people, you like hear all this breaking glass in the background. <laughs> like she's breaking all this shit. It's pretty funny. Masato's just really kicking out of the park this episode. She's kicking so much ass and she's putting everything together and she's just so confident in herself. It's really great. But, uh, Shinji asks how they're going to power it. And I think Masato says they're going to use all of Japan's power grid to power the sniper rifle. <laughs> They're also talk about using the bottom of this rocket as a makeshift shield because it's made to re-enter the atmosphere, so it should be able to take the beam for a little while, uh, which is kind of cool because they're all they're doing all this stuff with these time constraints they're under because the angels drilling down into through these <laughs> barriers into the nerve headquarters and they're trying to defeat it before that happens. It's it's literally like the Matrix plotline. It's the plotline of the Matrix. <laughs> Pretty funny. This came out before The Matrix, too, so they probably stole it from this. <laughs> Ritsuko questions if Shinji will pilot the Eva. Misato gets mad and tells them to get Unit 01 ready, so she doesn't even respond to Ritsuko. She just tells them to get the Eva ready, so she obviously thinks that Shinji's going to pilot it. Rei visits Shinji in uh, the hospital. But she's not there to visit Shinji. She's just there to brief Shinji on the mission. She basically pulls a book out from her pocket and reads like line by line. <laughs> it's very boring and funny. Ray also says, don't show up half asleep looking like that. And then Shinji finally notices he's like completely naked. And he like freaks out. It's weird because it's the opposite of Ray. It's also kind of strange because if you think of the Bible, in the Bible, I think it's the woman that takes the fruit of knowledge and then is ashamed and covers herself up first. So it's kind of weird that it's opposite here. I might be backwards on that. Just someone enlighten me on that. Shinji says he's sorry for saying sorry so much. Shinji's scared and doesn't want to pilot the 
Eva. Ray tells him to stay in bed then. If you don't want to pilot it, just stay in bed. Ray says Ritsoko can reprogram it. She has it ready to already do that. And when she says that, it kind of shocks Shinji. Like, Shinji wasn't aware that Ritsuko had it ready to art, ready to for Ray. Like, <laughs> like, they didn't trust him that much. I don't know. It's kind of a kid emotion for him to be upset at that. But that's, I don't know. He's Shinji. <laughs> Ray says sayonara and leaves. Even after almost dying last time, the kids are on the roof trying to get a get peeks at the Eva. <laughs> it's funny. No one in uh, Nerve even knows if the sniper rifle is going to work. <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, this is kind of all super highly probable. We might get a couple shots. Don't know. <laughs> and it's all like makeshift and on the spot. <laughs> Shinji starts to freak out because he's like, what, what if I miss? <laughs> what if I miss the shot? <laughs> and Masato's like, just don't just worry about killing it in one shot. That's all you got to worry about. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Ray asks if all she needs to do is defend Unit 01, and they say yes, so she nods, and like, that's what all she has to do. That's my job, that's my purpose. <laughs> Ray gets dressed uh, behind this, like, screen, very sexy, says Shinji won't die because she'll protect him. Shinji asks Ray why she pilots the Eva, and she says she's bound to it, kind of like a bond. And then Shinji says, with Akari? And she says, no, with all people. Shinji says, wow, you're strong. Rei says she has nothing else, so she has to be strong. And then Shinji says, what do you mean? And then Rei dodges the question and just gets up and says it's time to go. She says sayonara when she leaves, but this time it sounds really sad. Like when she goes to leave on the mission, like she knows she's going to die or something. I don't know, but she's just like sayonara and it sounds really sad. It's a huge process to transfer the power from Japan to the rifle, but it's so cool. And they have so there's there's so much <laughs> Uh, detail given to this. It's just so awesome. I love all the different details given to the whole system of charging the rifle up. It was very cool. There's like wires smoking and stuff. It's very, it's just so accurate how it would be if they were really doing that. Shinji fires when he gets a lock on, but the angel like senses it coming and fires his own beam in Shinji's direction. And it like, they both fuck, the beams like <laughs> fuck each other up and they fly in different directions and blow up. Before Shinji can load up another shot, the angel fires another beam at Shinji, and Rei like jumps in front of him and blocks it with the shield. But while she's blocking it, Shinji's trying to get another shot lined up, and it's just taking forever for this thing to recharge. And while it's recharging, the shield that Rei has is like melting, and her Eva's also melting. So Shinji fires it again, and this time he like hits it dead on. And the drill shuts down, and but like he notices Ray's Eva's all fucked up, and she's like down, and Shinji like forces the pod thing to eject, and he yanks it out, and he like rips it open with the Eva, and he jumps out, and he, he sees the <laughs> hatch, and he pulls it open just like his father did, just like his father did. His hands are burning, and then he goes into the the Eva, and Ray's there. Shinji tells Rei not to say she has no one else. Don't say you have no one else. Shinji's crying like a little bitch. Rei asks Shinji, why are you crying like a little bitch? Rei says she doesn't know what to do in situations like this. Shinji asks, I just want you to smile. And then she like gets a flash of Akari in that moment. And I think she kind of sees some of Akari and Shinji. And so she does smile. And then that's where the episode ends. Very, really great. I love that. So you get so many indications, like Shinji's like his father, we're getting so many of these parallels where like Shinji's doing the exact same thing his father did for Rei, I mean, it's just a lot going on in these episodes. So this is the final episode that I'm going to review, and it's episode 7, A Human's Work, one title. It starts with Akari saying, I owe you again, and the guy says that Akari's not going to pay him back anyway. So he, he's talking to like some high up person in government, I'm assuming, it's all kind of hush hush. Someone wanted information and they handled it by giving them falsified data of some sort. Something about humans and the Human Instrumentality Project. The dude asks if he should put a stop to the project and Akari says no, there will be no problem. And the project he's talking about is this uh, Eva we're going to see later on in the, in the episode. It's like a giant Eva, a giant Eva of some sort. Shinji and the Pingu are eating. Masato's like a morning drinker, so we get like morning drinker Masato. It was Masato's turn to cook, and Shinji says he knows why she's still single at her age. And she takes it super personally. <laughs> she's like, ah. We get a shot of like cat-like Masato. It's pretty awesome. Shinji says Masato doesn't have to help him with what he's doing later that day, and she says it's a part of her job and waves it off. Shinji mutters under his breath something about 
oh, it's just your job. And then Masato looks to the side like she fucked up, like she didn't mean to say it like that. Someone's at the door, but Shinji asks Masato not to go out like that. She kind of likes this and pushes her boobs together. I can only assume she's doing this to Shinji because she thinks he's kind of jealous of her going out half naked. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> so he like looks away quickly when she pushes her boobs together. Like he's like, mm. uh, he goes to the door and it's his, those friends from school, you know, the quote friends unquote. They don't, they look in the house to try and see Masato and she just waves at them with the hand. You don't get to see her body. It's just like her hand through the hallway and they both cry because they don't get to see her hot body. <laughs> Masato comments on Shinji having some sarcasm and says it's good that he's loosening up because he was kind of joking with her at the table of not getting a man. We get a shot of her and she's looking super serious and transfers guard duties of Shinji to someone else. So we get the sense that when Shinji's with her at home, she's not just family with him, she's literally guarding him at all times. So that's something we didn't really know. Shinji's at school later that day and Masato comes to school in her awesome car like <laughs> driving super fast and she looks hot, <laughs> hot. Like the whole class is oogling her, like the entire school is oogling her. They know she's the nerve ops director as well, so like it's they're all saying it's making her even hotter because she's like super high up <laughs> and she's hot. Shinji thinks to himself that none of them know what a slob she is. <laughs> we get a shot of Shin like it flashes to Shinji in the Eva. Uh, Shinji's asking himself the like he's kind of talking to himself. He's like, I guess that the Eva's for protecting Earth, but what is an Eva? Like what is an Eva? Like this is for protecting Earth, but what is it? So he's starting to like question it. He says the entry plug smells like blood, so I guess it smells kind of like iron, but he feels relaxed when he's in it. Shinji's with Masato, and I think Ritsuko and Masato are talking about something. Like, they're talking about uh, how they're going to get uh, Unit 02 from Germany, so we get a little talk about a new EVA from Germany. They're talking about money. They're talking about how it's quiet when Akari is not at ner the Nerve Headquarters. Then we get kind of a flash to the Antichrist, and they're talking about, or I don't know, it's this big meeting that Ritsuko and Misoto are at. It's like the big place that she was getting dressed up for. Basically, I guess this EVA Unit 06 budget is approved, and EVA 05 budget is approved. So there, apparently there's like six fucking EVA units that we don't even know about. Like, there's a bunch we don't even know about, and their budgets have been approved. Then we get a little uh, chatter between Masato and Ritsuko about how the second impact was kind of a lie, and it wasn't a meteor that did the second impact. It was really, they found the first angel at the South Pole. And while they were examining it, there was like a giant explosion. And that's the, what really happened for the second impact. Doesn't seem that different. I think there's more to it than even that. And the thing is, this is a really strange conversation. I think there's more to this conversation than is let on. Because when Ritsuko is talking about the real second impact, she says, this is the true purpose of nerve. And for this, for like a split second, the camera like zooms in on Masato's folder, which is weird. It's Masato's folder, not Shinji or Ritsuko's folder. It flashes to Masato's folder. Like Masato doesn't look normal. And like she's looking off to the side, so I think they're all kind. Of, I think I think her and Ritsuko are both lying to Shinji in this scene because I don't think I don't think either of them are telling him the whole truth, and neither of them are even looking at him in this scene, which is odd. Neither of them are looking at Shinji while they're talking to him, so I really think they're lying to him here. Also in this scene, Ritsuko says the event will happen tomorrow as planned, and then Misato says I understand. So it's like they're keeping something secret from Shinji. They're not telling Shinji some part of the plan or something. It's just odd. We get Masato waking up fully dressed in uniform. And it shocks the Pingu and Shinji. Because she's like completely ready in the morning. It's very strange. Masato's like super serious. She looks at Shinji and she says ciao when she leaves. Uh, Masato's there with, you guessed it, Ritsuko. Apparently, they're e Apparently the Eva that they're... There's like this big gathering happening it looks like at the antichrist headquarters or something <laughs> and these nations are talking about how they're debuting this new eva and apparently has a nuclear reactor in it that can supply energy to it for a long period of time so instead of being like they kind of bash eva unit one for going berserk and then they say it's on a fucking time a five minute timer so it can't do anything and it's on batteries they just bash it a bunch they say their nuclear powered one is going to be amazing and perfect they also bash ritsuko for being like an uppity woman it's pretty hilarious <laughs> like you're a stupid woman 
And they all laugh at her. <laughs> Basically, the Antichrist or whoever. I don't know, there's just some people bitching at Nerve. The dude's bitching that they're protected from everything. I kind of got Pfizer-like vibes. Because they're like, you can't, you're protected from everything. You're untouchable. And then it cuts to like Masato and Ritsuku in the, the side bathroom just after the conference hall. And Masato's pissed, kicking a locker. And Ritsuko calls her, that you're, that's childlike, okay? But, like, while she says that, she's literally, like, burning his stupid pamphlet, okay? Like, she's burning his, it's like a sample paper for the, the new Eva, okay? She's burning it. I'm like, whoa, okay? She's like, he's a small man. And gives, like, this super, you get this super evil look from her while she's burning it. And then it flashes to the J.A. test. It's like this ginormous Eva. And the main guy's like, everything is completely totally totally safe nothing could possibly go wrong everybody's fine <laughs> uh anyways they started up and it actually walks so masato's like hell of impressed because it's actually walking ritsuko just looks away she doesn't say any anything anyways it starts to go out of control starts crushing the building they're in masato's trying to get the master password for the giant nuclear powered eva and this guy has to call like 20 people and you get like some shots of people playing golf and stuff like trying to get the stupid password <laughs> and we get the name of the actual the ja system is the jet alone system so i assume there's no one piloting it do they have like a human in there that's just dead or something i don't know how that works <laughs> It's nuclear powered and it's robotic, I guess. I don't know. Basically, Masato's changing clothes with Rasuko watching. <laughs> They're so close to each other. Plus, it's Japan. But she calls for Shinji in the Unit 01. She takes the mission on herself, which is just weird. She's acting so weird in this episode. She learns that hope is the password to delete the entire system. And then we get a shot of her in the plane with Shinji. And Masato seems to face death the same way Shinji faces life. Okay, it's weird. Because here's the part of the episode where we're getting flashbacks to the episode where Shinji was saying yes, 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 over and over and over again. That's this part of the episode, but it's a role reversal. It's weird. Shinji's the one that's competent and all there and in like sane and Masato's the one that's out of it now. She's the one that's all blank in her face staring forward kind of saying yes 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 over again but instead of saying yes she's just saying it's all gonna be fine you know this is the only way i can't live with myself unless i do it this way so i'm just i just got really strong shinji vibes from her right here which is weird anyways masato it like shinji gets masato into the eva like by running next to it putting her on the door she gets inside of there it's super hot she's getting radiation in her she's trying to put the code into the machine and it's not taking it there's an error code error code error Masato learns that the program was altered so now she's trying to like push the control rods in to stop it because it's the only thing she can do now even though it's like like what the f like I'm sitting there like what the fuck is that gonna do that's not gonna do jack shit you're gonna die <laughs> and Shinji's also screaming that she's gonna die and she like honestly she would have died okay she, her pushing that rod in wasn't enough she would have had to push every single one of those rods in to shut the reactor down okay so she couldn't even get a single rod in so she, she, it was going to explode, she was going to die, okay, right there. But right before it explodes, everything shuts down. So everyone's like, yeah, yeah, you did it, Masato, you did it. But Masato really didn't do a damn thing. And she's sitting there in that machine and she knows that it was all a setup. She knows everything was a setup, but she can't really say anything. So she goes back with Shinji. She's just, she's so out of it after this. It flashes to Ritsuko, who's in the control room, and she calls Masato an idiot. It flashes then later to Ritsuko with Akari, telling Akari that everything went as planned. And Akari says, good. So I think we could assume that Akari and Ritsuko sabotaged the new Eva, the nuclear-powered Eva, so that it would fail. That had to have been what happened. It flashes to Misoto waking up in the morning, going back to her normal drinking, just like at the beginning of the episode. Back to normal Misoto, <laughs> drowning her sorrows in alcohol. Uh, she's doing her morning shower and she's like half naked looking for bras and bra and panties loudly in front of shinji <laughs> you know shinji's being like a little bitch about masato to his friends saying <laughs> she walks around half naked around the house she has a slob blah, blah, blah. She's, he's just bitching to all his friends on the way to school and his classmates say 
Dude, you're lucky, man. She shows you a side of her that no one else gets to see, because you're family with her. And then Shinji smiles, and that's the end of the episode. I don't know, man. There's a lot of real close things to this episode. You get to see, like, a side of Mas Masato we don't get to see. Like, we get to see serious Masato, and we get to see, like, her when she's at the house. It's just, she seems very damaged. I really want her backstory. I forgot what her backstory was, and I really want to see it. So I hope we get that later, because I can't wait. So anyways, that's the episode. That's, uh, you know, this was dedicated to 60 megabytes, so I hope you liked it, man. You know, Evangelion. <laughs> I, you know, doing it mainly because of you, you know. I love your, <laughs> I love your show, love your thing. Hope you're feeling better, dude. Just, you know, take a break, man. Take a break for a couple months, you know, or just forever if you want. <laughs> Whatever, you know. I miss Bo, too. I miss Bo both of you. Bo, you have my favorite show. 60 megabyte, I love your show, too. You're, you, I love talking with both you guys, so I'll continue doing my show. It will keep coming as long as I have the will and <laughs> power to do it. I will do it. So hope you enjoyed this super long Evangelion special. Love you all. Goodbye. And remember, men can never be women and women can never be men. Thinking of you, Bo. Hope everyone's doing good. Hope you're all safe. Bye-bye. A Democratic state representative from Manchester is under fire for apparently posting a comment on Facebook that could be deemed as insensitive towards the Japanese heritage. He wrote about a form of Japanese cartoon stating anime is a prime example of why two nukes just wasn't enough.